Hello there. My name is Father John Harrison. I'm Rector Superior of St. John Newman Residence at Stella Maris in Timonium, Maryland. Nowhere is the sheer honesty of Jesus more vividly displayed than it is here in today's Gospel passage. Here he sets the Christian demand at its most demanding and its most uncompromising. He tells his men exactly what they may expect if they accept the commission to be messengers of the king. Here in this passage, Jesus offers four things. First, he offers a warfare, and in that warfare it will be often true that a man's foes will be those of his own household. It so happens that Jesus is using language which is perfectly familiar to the Jew. The Jews believed that one of the features of the day of the Lord, the day when God would break into history, would be the division of families. The rabbis said, in the period when the son of David shall come, a daughter will rise up against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. The son despises his father, the daughter rebels against the mother the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and the man's enemies are there, they of his own household. It is as if Jesus said, the end you have always been waiting for has come, and the intervention of God in history is splitting homes and groups and families into two. When some great cause emerges, it is bound to divide people, there are bound to be those who answer and those who refuse the challenge. To be confronted with Jesus is necessarily to be confronted with the choice whether to accept him or to reject him. And the world is always divided into those who have accepted Christ and those who have not. The bitterest thing about this warfare is that a man's foes would be those of his own household. It can happen that a man loves his wife and his family so much that he may refuse some great adventure, some avenue of service, some call to sacrifice, either because he does not wish to leave them or because to accept it would involve them in danger. It has happened that a man has refused God's call to some adventurous bit of service because he allowed personal attachments to immobilize him. It is very seldom that any man is confronted with this choice. He may well go through life and never face it, but the fact remains that it is possible for a man's loved ones to become, in effect, his enemies, if the thought of them keeps him from doing what he knows God wants him to do. Second, Jesus offers a choice, and a man has to choose sometimes between the closest ties of earth and loyalty to Jesus Christ. Once again, this terrible choice will come very seldom. In God's mercy to many of us, it may never come. But the fact remains that all loyalties must give place to loyalty to God. Third, Jesus offers a cross. 
People in Galilee knew well what a cross was. When the Roman general Varus had broken the revolt of Judas of Galilee, he crucified 2,000 Jews and placed the crosses by the wayside along the roads to Galilee. In the ancient days, the criminal did actually carry the crossbeam of his cross to the place of crucifixion, and the men to whom Jesus spoke had seen people staggering under the weight of their crosses and dying in agony upon them. The Christian may have to sacrifice his personal ambitions, the ease and comfort that he might have enjoyed, the career that he might have achieved. He may have to lay aside his dreams to realize that shining things of which he has caught a glimpse are not for him. He will certainly have to sacrifice his will, for no Christian can ever again do what he likes. He must do what Christ likes. In Christianity, there is always some cross, for it is the religion of the cross. Fourth, he offers adventure. He told them that the man who found his life would lose it, and the man who lost his life would find it. Again and again it has been proved true in the most literal way. It has always been true that many a man might easily have saved his life, but if he had saved it, he would have lost it, for no one would ever have heard of him, and the place he holds in history would have been lost to him. There is no place for a policy of safety first in Christian life. The man who seeks first ease and comfort and security and the fulfillment of personal ambition may well get all these things, but he will not be a happy man, for he will be sent into this world to serve God and his fellow men. Man, a man can hoard life if he wishes to do so, but that way he will lose all things that makes his life valuable to others and worth living for himself. The way to serve others, the way to fulfill God's purpose for us, the way to true happiness is to spend life selflessly, for only thus will we find life here and hereafter. That's our message for today. May God bless you and have a great day.